0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss.
1: Welcome to Top Stories. I'm Andy Zaltzman. Sometimes the world is just too bleak to contemplate, and that's when you need a top story like this one from the Bugle archives. In November 2013, a man in Russia came to the Bugle's rescue by, as we've all been tempted to at some point in our lives, uh, if we have the uh, required equipment, uh, nailing his testicles to Red Square. It's issue 251, nailing the truth to the floor. Here I am with John Oliver.
0: Top story this week, clearly the aftermath of the typhoon in the Philippines, but I'm too emotionally strung out to talk about that at the moment. (laughs) So top story this week, Russian testicle update. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It's best to displace, isn't it, Andy? Yeah. Best to displace when uh, you're struggling to cope. Uh, Here's the story that I needed, Andy, this week. A performance artist has been detained in Moscow after stripping naked and nailing his scrotum to the cobblestones of Red Square in a protest. Oh. <laughs> that's, be- that's better. That's better. Yeah. That's. I mean, the world seems right his, I, now. If his aim was to get people's attention, Andy, then I can only presume that that worked. <laughs> mission accomplished. I mean, balls nailed, sure, but mission accomplished. <laughs> uh, the report stated that Piotr Pavlensky, 29 years old, reportedly sat for an hour and a half on the on the square on Sunday afternoon with a nail driven through his genitals into the ground. And I think saying that he sat was probably unnecessary in that report. I don't think anyone might have imagined that he was standing up unless he used the, he used the longest of nails or indeed possessed the longest of balls. Uh, he, he... See, I can still do this. He had, placed, he had faced the custodial sentence of 15 days but was freed on Monday, which... I think, I mean, that probably makes sense. I'm sure his lawyers could have made a pretty good case for him having suffered enough. (laughs) He is an artist, as I say, and he called this fixation, uh, this physical installation piece installing himself (laughs) into the ground, uh, and said that it was an uh, act, uh, it was a metaphor for apathy in Russia. Fixation is definitely an enigmatic title, Andy, personally, I'd have called it simply Man vs. Balls. And I will say that, He might have intended it to be a metaphor for apathy, but that is probably the single least apathetic thing that's ever happened in human history. If you're nailing your own balls to the ground, I think you're entitled to claim you are active in politics.
1: <laughs> what well, just goes to show, John, how hard it is to find the perfect metaphor. And, you know, the creative mind search for the mm-hmm. most apposite metaphor for me is a hunt for a leopard-painted green in a supermarket coated with guacamole. And I think that just proves the point. But when working out how to express the problem of political apathy in a nation which is essentially sleepwalking its way back to totalitarianism, if I was an artist, I'm just not sure that I would have the same thought processes as this man had. I'm not sure I would think to myself, right, there's only one thing to this. I'm going to have to nail my bollocks to something. The the only problem is, what, a a, a voting booth, a scale model of the Russian parliament, A, a voodoo doll of Vladimir Putin... Oh, no, I'll nail my bollocks to red square. Oh, what shall I wear? (laughs) I hate choosing clothes. Best just go with nothing. And even if I did come to that conclusion, John, that that was the best way to express my artistic and political points, I think I'd probably think there must be a plan B. There must be an almost as good way of doing this that does not involve whacking a nail through my scrotum.
0: (laughs) He, He timed his act, apparently, deliberately to coincide with police day. And uh, he said in a statement, When the authorities turn the country into one big prison, openly robbing the populace and channeling funds to increase and enrich the police and other security agencies, society accepts arbitrariness, and having forgotten its advantage in numbers, brings the triumph of the police state closer through its inaction. Going on to say, Ow, my balls! (laughs) Ow, my balls really hurt. Does anyone have any ice for my balls? What the... What well, the police are doing is wrong, and Vladimir, Paul, oh, <laughs> God, that... And it hurts slightly more than... I know this seems crazy, it hurts more than I thought it would. It seems insane. <laughs> but once the adrenaline wears off, the, the the pain kicks in. Oh, I regret nothing. I, I regret nothing. <laughs> so, I mean, of all good points that he made in that speech, John, as he
1: you know, communes with his own personal testicular Jesus. But, um... <laughs> Uh, I just still don't see, you know, they're all artistically and all satirically and politically valid points, but I still don't see how he could say all that and then mm-hmm. tag on the words, and therefore I've nailed my scrotum to a place of historical interest. I just don't see how it follows. <laughs> and you kind of feel sorry for his mother, you know. A, you know and it's always difficult, I guess, if you're a parent, if your your child yeah. decides to become an artist. It's a very precarious profession. You obviously worry about them and wonder whether they'll be able to make a go mm-hmm. of it. And, and um, I guess when his mother... Yeah, you know, when he said, do you want to come and see my latest work, Mum? And she turned up to find him with his nutsack nailed to a cobblestone. <laughs> she must have said to him, can't you just do nice paintings like that Claude Monet chap? <laughs> he did such lovely flowers. But he also, was... I'm not saying, John, it wasn't a valid way of making the point about political apathy. Yeah. I'm just saying yeah. there were other options. that, And also, he had to explain it. And I, I think this is a problem when an artist has to explain his work. To me, you know, the artist should should produce the work and then allow others to interpret it. But I'm not right. sure this would necessarily have worked with this particular piece of installation art. Because I mean how do you how do you interpret a man <laughs> nailing his nutsack <laughs> to a cobblestone in in Red Square? I guess it it could be a protest against the gender-based tyranny of DIY, but the artist feels emotionally (laughs) emasculated by the social expectation that he has the capability to use a hammer and nails to put a shelf up. So he physically emasculates his own um, masculates by nailing Uh them to the ground, where no shelves can be put up. Very much a physical poem of 21st century sexual identity and societal angst. Alternatively, it could be a rebellion against religion. You now, Where Michelangelo painted naked people's testicles on the ceiling of a chapel in an artistic hymn to the wonders of Almighty God, this man, Mr. Pavlensky, in a world so broken as to render the existence of a benevolent God inconceivable, nails his own <laughs> testicles to the ground, which is, of course, the opposite of a ceiling and not, <laughs> not in a chapel. Perhaps, it, looking at where he did it, it was a call for Russia to modernise. You know, he's using old-fashioned equipment to hammer and a nail, the hammer, of course, redolent of, of communism, the nail a, a bit like a sickle in, in, in some ways, and the cobblestone, very much an old road surf. He's he saying, Russia, you must modernise, or you will end up like me with your economic testicles nailed to some old-fashioned road? Uh, perhaps even it's a savage attack on the irresponsibility of the anti-environment lob- lobby. We are inescapably tied to this life-giving planet, says Pavlensky, which he expresses by inexplicably nailing his life-giving balls to that planet. Alternatively, it could just be a nutcase nailing a scrotum to some cobblestones. It's very open
0: to interpretation, John, as an artwork. Uh, I mean, I guess, look, we're talking about it, Andy. We yeah. probably wouldn't have been talking about the you know creeping institutional abuses of Russia first this week if it wasn't for... <laughs> him nailing his balls into the ground and <laughs> me being anxious to talk about anything other than what I'm thinking about at the moment. <laughs> now his, his graphic act outside, uh, w- w- took place outside the uh, Lenin mausoleum and uh, there were clips of it that uh, made their way across the internet. And uh, Russian arts figures praised him uh, in comments... On the internet, one calling it a powerful gesture of absolute despair, and another a manifesto of powerlessness, and another said,
1: "Ooh,
0: that must have hurt. Ooh, oh, I'm getting sympathy pangs in my balls with that part.
1: Ooh, ooh.
0: Well, I hope it was a new nail. Ooh, I'm trying. ooh, ooh." ooh.
1: ooh. ooh. It's just the latest in line of uh, some very curious protests uh, and art uh, performance art pieces in Russia. The performance art group Voina constructed what can only be described as an extremely post-Renaissance performance canvas in which a woman stole a chicken from a supermarket by inserting it up her, well, up her uh, madame haven. Um, Oh, God. I mean, that is, I guess, a slightly more obvious artistic message uh, than uh, nailing (laughs) your scrotum to red square. And that message, John, for me, shoving a chicken up Uh where arguably it it doesn't necessarily need to be shoved, that message is that if you, a human being, are going to eat eggs, then logically you should be prepared to shove a chicken up your plinkster. (laughs) I I think that's what the message from that is.
0: Uh, right, I mean, oh, I would argue with it, that. Yeah. I think there's a leap there. I think there okay. was...
1: maybe it's just something to do with not wanting to be charged extra for shopping bags, like some some shops do now, <laughs> <laughs> using more natural using natural facilities. I don't know. Yeah, that seems to fit better. All I know, John, is I'll never have this problem with Rembrandt's art. He saw it. He painted it. He didn't make a big fuss. <laughs> I know what you're thinking now. I also want to listen to a newer episode of The Bugle. Well, I'm not going to stop you, and nor is the internet, where it is currently available via thebuglepodcast.com or wherever
0: you or anyone else gets their podcasts from. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time.
1: Listen now.